Yeah. We were talking about the advantages of someone who um, has bitachin in Hashem as opposed to his wealth. And now he's going to take us a little bit on for a ride. I don't, I'm not so um, familiar with the, with the item thing he brings down over here. He says like this. And I, I didn't make copy. I didn't send you the next few pages, which I should. Let's see how far we go. Okay? He says like this. So we're on, on the, this Hebrew one over here. We're on page, Reish Pei Vav. Okay, he said, Someone who has betochen in Hashem, his betochen will bring him to make his heart available. From the worries of the world. Excuse me. And to um, dedicate his heart to... to to uh, ideas of Avedis Hashem. He will be similar in, with his, um, his calmness and his being able to endure a lot. And the lack of, of um, worry for that which goes on in his world. To someone who is an alchemia, what is that? That's someone who knows how. I don't know if it was with um, black magic. I have no idea. This alchemia knew how to change silver to gold. And copper and bedil, um, some other kind of metal. To silver. Through some kind of wisdom and some kind of um, something he would do. Again, I don't think this was an illusion. I think this was some kind of some kind of kishuf, which was done. I don't understand. So a person who has bitachin in Hashem, it's like, you know, you touch it, it turns into gold kind of thing, that mashal. But the point is that a person has a certain menuchas nefesh a certain calmness with regard to life because just like that person doesn't have to worry about his parnasa because he can just turn anything into gold or silver, so too the Baal Abitachin has that that he doesn't have to worry about anything because he's basically, you know, like um, um, my, when my brother-in-law, all of a sudden passed away, so at some point my sister was talking to somebody and she said that her kids now have the wealthiest father ever. Because we know that the Hashem is the, the Aviyah Yisrael, he's the father of Yisrael. But the point is a similar thing, that someone who has Bitochen, the person who is the person, the being that he's reliant on is the wealthiest and the all-powerful. So he's like a alchemia who can make silver into gold and, the, and copper into silver. Furthermore, says, however, the Chavis um, Alvavis, that someone who has Bitochen, in Hashem, he really even has in ten areas a mila, an advantage over the alchemia. This person, if anyone knows what this is, if it still exists, this person who can make um, silver into gold, this the bitach, the person who has bitachin has ten advantages over um, the alchemia. Talking about 
alchemists, which was like, I think they were like a thing in the dark, dark ages, middle ages of like Europe. People believed that it would theoretically be possible to turn matter into gold, like types of matter into gold, and like it was seen as like a dark magic thing in like the Christian church. So like they um, banned it um, as the church did with a lot of things back then. And I think like even Isaac Newton tried to do it and a whole bunch of people tried to do it. And as far as I'm aware, nothing ever came of it. Like it's not actually possible. Oh, so it's not really true. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it happened. As, as far as I'm aware, maybe this is like some thing when there was actually like dark magic that existed, but like. Okay. All right. Anyway, so, but I guess as a Moshe, you could at least use it for a Moshe. He's saying that a person who has Bitochen has um, more, more advantages over the, the what, how do you pronounce it? Alchemist? Yeah, alchemist. Okay, an alchemist. I mean, I'm sure there's like some correct Latin pronunciation. Okay, that, that's like, good enough for us. Yeah. We can do that or... <laughs> okay, Trilosam. The first one is Shabal Hakimio. The person who's this alchemist. He needs certain ingredients in order for him to do his... Yes, he has an unbelievable talent to make this. And he has the, um, the whatever, training, whatever it may be, to do it. But he needs to have the items in order to cause the magic to happen. He can't just take it out of his hat. He can't, he can't accomplish anything without them. And he won't always have it. Sometimes he'll have it. And if he has it, he can successfully transform the silver to gold. But if he's somewhere on a desert island where he doesn't even have the silver to turn to gold or whatever it may be, so he's not going to be able to accomplish it. But someone who has bitachin in Hashem, so everything, whatever he needs, anything he needs to be able to sustain himself, he'll have it wherever it is, because Hashem could do anything. Like the Pasuk says, in order to let you know, a person doesn't feel sustained and is not satisfied by bread alone, it's only through the fact that Hashem is saying that it should fill the person up. As we find other places in, in throughout history, in Navi we find this, that there's a certain bracha when the food is mizbarech b'meyov. Okay, that a person feels satisfied from eating a kezayis. We have it, I think, by Elisha, that there was like enough to feed 100 people and everyone ate a little bit, and the, the food was mizbarech b'meyov. We have it by the lechem him also. Everyone got a small amount, but the food filled them up. What does that show you? That shows you that it's not the nutrient, nutritional value of the bread or of the meat that's necessarily sustaining the person. It's Hashem who's sustaining. Only Hashem has the, the uh, ability to make it that wherever it is and whatever was happening, he has it, as, he has it available to his leisure as opposed to the alchemist he only has it if he has the materials. Kasher like we know, Midvar Arvim, there was a story with Aliyahu when he was hiding um, in the cave, and the ravens came. The ravens brought food. Okay, so the reason why Aliyahu was hiding was because um, Achav's wife 
Her name was. Um, was it Isabel? Isabel, thank you. So Ahav's wife, Isabel, thank you. That's like, um, yeah. Yeah. My mind was thinking Corella Deville. I thought there was a Psashai yeah. there with them. The same idea. Isabel, right. But anyway, so Isabel um, killed out. Princess. Right. She, he killed out. He killed out all Tanechachon. And Elio went into hiding. So how's Elio going to survive? So Hashem had the ravens take food from Achav's kitchen, which incidentally is interesting to note because Achav was a Baal of a desert. And yet his food vices was kosher. For kosher lamahadrin, for Elio and Avi to eat, and the ravens brought it. So what do you see? You see that Hashem Hashem can figure it out even if you don't have the the resource the resources or the resources as they say in America to sustain. And like the story with the widow by um, Eliyahu, there's a story by by Eliyahu that he made he gave her a um, flower and honey that lasted forever. How did that happen? That happened only because that happened from Hashem. It could be, in other words, the same idea. The alchemist, on the one hand, he could make anything into gold, but he has to have the material. Hashem could make a yesh mayayim. Udvarke happened to be over there. Yes, she had to have a little bit for the Navi to do it, to make a chal. But the point is, it's just coming out more and more. Udvare vadiyohuim hanavim. And that's the story with Avadiyah with the Navim Sha'omar. He did the same thing. He hid a hundred Nevi'im, 50 in each cave, and he gave them bread and water. How did that happen? The cave was like a yesh and it was a nace. Excuse me, there is nothing lacking to those who fear Hashem. We're ending off tonight with the first advantage that the Chavez office is saying that a, a Baal excuse me, has over a, um, a uh, alchemist, that alchemist can only do it if he has the materials, whereas a Baal Hashem can do it wherever it is without any ingredients. Yeshmayai.